Hello and welcome back to Stargazing. This is the podcast about movie stars. I'm Kellen Kermins and my co-host uh, Moises Camacho will be joining us shortly. Uh, we are <laughs> cramming today's episode. We're, we're recording it in the hour and 15 minutes between uh, when Moises gets off work and when I have a class to go to. So we are hitting the ground running. Uh, with this one he is not here yet so i figured i could get all the preamble bullshit out of the way before he arrives this is um our in the dark of night miniseries this is a miniseries on the films of batman uh tracking the caped crusaders evolution through history how he's changed with the times and how uh and how he hasn't wow this is it's, it's very, uh, it's awful doing this by myself. Um, just waiting for Moises to show up. Today's episode is on Batman Begins, the first in the Christopher Nolan trilogy of uh, Batman films. Um, oh, okay. Here he is. All right, Moises, I'm, we're already recording. I've already, I, I've already introed. Oh, I'm Moises. There's there's no time for caution. Kellen, in the edit, lay in the, the, the Hans Zimmer music. There's no time for caution. Um, we're hitting the ground running. Um, we're talking about Batman Begins today. Yes. Moises. We are finally at the movies people have been waiting for us to get to. Yeah, the Nolan trilogy. Yes, sir. And the good news is we already have an, uh, a nearly three-hour episode on Interstellar. So if you want to get some in-depth Nolan talk, go listen to that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the best place to start uh, with this one is the, the, the like, three movies that uh, existed before this one. The, like, Batman, Batman Unchained, movie. Batman... Uh, yeah. beyond, the Batman Beyond live action they wanted to make, and the Batman Year One that was in development. Yeah, that which correct me if I'm wrong. I may be getting it mixed up, but they wanted um, uh, Darren Aronofsky was going to do Batman Year One, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, he was. He was like officially signed on to do that. They wrote a script and everything. So weird. <laughs> but um, then the Warner Brothers read the script and were like, no. No, thank you. Because I believe uh, in that. I, it's been a while since I've read about um, that one. But uh, I believe it was Batman wasn't rich. Yeah. He drove like a normal ass car. <laughs> he was it, like, he was homeless. He was homeless. And he like tortured dudes. Like a yeah. Uh, it was, it was like rated R. The bat cave was like in an abandoned subway. He lived in like a mechanic shop. Um, Alfred was black and his name was Little Al or some shit like that. Oh, oh god. And the Batmobile oh, was an Oldsmobile. I gotta say, I I was weirdly kind of on board until like his name's Little Al. Yeah. <laughs> that that's where it lost me, you know. Yeah, it's really weird. Just, why not just have him be Alfred, you know? I have no idea. He, he can. He doesn't have to. He can be a black Alfred. And yeah, yeah. The same the with name. like Cat Catwoman. Selena Kyle was supposed to be black as well. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, it was. It was. A, it's a strange. I 
started reading some of it and it definitely was fucking weird. Oh, the script is online? Yeah, you can find it online. Oh, shit. I need to check that out. Yeah. And that one was like written by Frank Miller. Is that his name? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was written by Frank Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's there's wild. like original art. You can find everything. Um, it didn't go through. <laughs> Supposedly, <laughs> there's like recent headlines that Darren Aronofsky wanted Joaquin Phoenix as Batman. And that was the reason. Supposedly, Warner Brothers said, no, they didn't want that. But I think it's just not a good script, I, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Because um, they also wanted Christian Bale as Batman, which is a weird coincidence. Yeah. They... um. I'm just reading um, the like rundown of like differences between differences from the comic. Uh, here's one of them is <laughs> the Batmobile would have been a Lincoln Continental. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Gordon's character would have been suicidal. Yeah. Yeah. He was like trying to leave Gotham because his, he had a pregnant wife, I believe is like what the story was going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That is so okay. Yeah, I found it. I'm gonna save that for later. <laughs> um, I'm both glad and disappointed we didn't get Darinowski's Batman Year One. Yeah, and and I I believe it's Year One. It might be um, Batman Unchained. Them. No, I think it is Year One. Yes, uh, it's called Year One. Yeah, they like did they they handed over rewrites to the Wachowskis. Oh, then that might have been. Yeah. And then the Warner, Warner Brothers was like, no, we still don't like that. And then they handed it over to, I believe, Joss Whedon was the person who they, who they gave a rewrite. To. Yeah. And they said no to everyone. And then find, literally, like, as soon as that was done is when they went up to Nolan. And were like, hey, Nolan, you want to do Batman? And he was like, ah, I, I have an idea. <laughs> and, um... In Joss Whedon's Batman Year One, Thomas and Martha Wayne get shot, and then ten-year-old uh, Bruce Wayne goes, "Uh, so that happened." <laughs> I bet you're wondering why I'm why I'm torturing this guy. I bet you're wondering why I have uh, wires connected to this man's testicles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know the Wachowski thing, but around. 2000, you know, while Aronofsky and Frank Miller were working on year one, Warner Bros. got the Wachowskis to develop their own take on year one. Mm. Um, Apparently, uh, the Wachowskis proposal was more faithful to the original comic, which is kind of weird because the other one was being written by the dude who wrote the original comic. Yeah. (laughs) Um. The ideas for the film would have been making a live action adaption of the comic books greatly influenced by the Neil Adams Batman era with an isolated and maniacal Bruce Wayne, an emphasis on the detective aspect of the Batman persona, and a fluid and violent plot with loads of action confrontations and the usual Batman stories to react plot. Fuck yeah. Uh, And this, this all, like, all this was from like, after Batman Unchained was like failed, that's when like Batman Year One was developed, and the yeah. first script that they had developed was called Batman Dark Dark Knight. the 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 K is a uh, capital, 
and uh, there's oh. no K. Yeah, it's and it's just one K. It's Batman Dark Knight. Oh, it's, huh. Yeah. Um, and that one was like supposed to be like super dark and shit. Um, but like that didn't work either. And that's when like the Batman Beyond thing happened and the Batman Year One and nothing worked. Uh, it was all abandoned. Yeah. Uh, the thing is like, what's interesting about this era of Batman uh, uh, is like, it feels like after Batman and Robin, it's a real like WB going back to the drawing board. Like, okay, so like, what do we do with this kid? We're, let's just start over. What do we do with this character? Yeah. And I feel like it's all but confirmed. That's kind of where they're at with Superman now, you know, like, yeah, j- like in terms of, cause we'll be talking more about the Snyderverse, obviously, as we get to Batman versus Superman and justice league, but like, Ben Affleck's Batman is like all but confirmed to like be gone. Um, but like I feel like Henry Cavill's Superman is in this very weird limbo now. They don't know what the like, fuck to do. They don't know what the fuck to do. Um, and like it's it's not in the days because you know, 20 uh was this 22 years ago, if one Batman movie doesn't work, it's like okay, we'll give it a couple years and we'll try it. Mm-hmm. we'll just start over but yeah. now it's like oh fuck uh superman's in like a shared universe like he's superman's kind of sort of in the peacemaker show but we don't know if we want to keep henry cavill so we're not going to show his face you know like it's it's very strange yeah it, it, um that's like the shitty part of the dumb universe cinematic thing. universe shit yeah um wb should just uh let me make a superman movie i bet i could come up with a pretty good idea you know you know what i back that i think thank kellen you. i have faith in kellen for, about oh, that thank you. I, have, thank you I have faith batman you. you know what fuck it give him a batman movie too give, give oh, kellen well, a batman movie jeez i'd love to take a crack at the dark knight while i'm at it but uh, like aquaman i don't think you could do that no, no, I, I, I don't want to deal with something as beloved and sacred as Aquaman. So I'm happy with just Superman, you know. Yes, that. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So I guess to put it into context, this mm-hmm. uh, what is this? 2003, right? Batman Begins, or yeah, when, yeah, Batman Begins. This, this is 2005. Oh shit! Okay, comes out. 2005. No one probably becomes attached around 2003. Yeah, yeah. Um superhero movies weren't a thing anymore <laughs> batman and robin fucked everything up well <laughs> dc wasn't because well yeah i was gonna say that's when yeah. that's when spider-man and like fantastic four yeah, and spider-man X-Men. 2002 uh spider that double whammy of spider-man in 2002 and when did the first x-men movie come out because i want to say 2000 yeah the, the like the back-to-back x-men and spider-man kind of like brought it back to life yeah. Um, first Spider-Man movie, hot take, still pretty good. Uh, hot take, all three, pretty good. Yes, thank you, Moises. <laughs> uh, the first X-Men's not that good. <laughs> That's that, that one has an age as well. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> DC, Batman, it's Batman and Robin really kind of killed it for the most yeah. part for like a couple years. Three years of peace. <laughs> um but nolan is if i'm getting the timeline correct coming hot off memento right 
he did insomnia also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Which imp- impressed people to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Um, and- but uh, there's also another thing, Kellen. What movie comes out in 2004? Spider-Man 2. Catwoman. Oh, oh my God. I forgot. <laughs> oh, boy. So DC's in a rough spot. Yeah, in the very film. rough spot. That's why I look, I get that it's always like that they're just multi-million dollar corporations, you know, and like the whole like fandom, like pitting them against each other is like fucking stupid, you know, but like. That's why I'm always kind of impartial to DC because they always kind of feel like the underdog. Like it yeah. always feels like they only kind of know what they're doing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like. And uh, now that they're like trying to go the Marvel route, I'm like, not really, I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah. I'm not interested. But even then, like, it's just, it feels like they're going the Marvel route, but I have no idea how their next like six movies are connected, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. So it does feel like, it feels like, and again, we're going to talk about this in our Zack Snyder's Justice League episode, which is shaping up to be um, a very long and in-depth episode. Yeah. Uh, It kind of feels like right now they're just like juggling chainsaws, you know? Just like, uh, like, could we, (laughs) they're just like, uh, could we make a Justice League with Harley Quinn, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Shazam? Would people like that? Yeah, I think it's uh, a thing my friend told me. Um, I believe I'm not going to say names because I don't think it was. I'm not sure. Uh, DC, the DC um, like superheroes are too diverse is what they said to me. Like Interesting. <laughs> like there's just, not enough cohesion. togetherness. Yeah. And cohesion. Like there's gods. Right. There's gods from other planets. and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's a great point, actually, just in the power, because like. The Avengers like have always been like kind of like a paramilitary group, you mm-hmm. know, like um, like they're just like a few degrees away from being a CIA black op, you know, with the whole shield thing. While like the Justice League has always been like kind of like a pantheon. Mm-hmm. They're like Mount Olympus, you know, which begs the question, what the fuck is Batman? Doing? <laughs> they And they should just they should, I, I really feel like movie like. The public's opinions about his movies aside, I do think people like Henry Cavill as Superman, and they would be silly to not keep him. But I think he's good. Yeah, (laughs) that that I think he can be great. Um, but but we'll 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 talk about it. We'll talk about it. Fuck it, I want to see Superman with a mustache. That's all I want to see. I don't give a fuck. I'm down. Uh, (laughs) Let me see it. Oh my god, that song is so silly. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Anyway, are um, we watching both Justice Leagues? Serious question. No, right? No, no. I don't, I really don't want to rewatch Justice Whedon's Justice. Okay, League. I've never watched it, so I mean, it, it'll be easy to talk about both. I feel. Just yeah, for the record, we're not. I don't. I really. We're not rewatching Justice League. Sorry. In case people are like riding hard for that movie, um, maybe I'll just watch it because I still haven't seen it. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> and, anyway, um, so for Batman Begins, um, Christopher Nolan gets hired, brings on a writer. WB brings up uh, David S. Goyer, who is a, a screenwriter, a kind of like um, 
I'm trying to think of the word, a reoccurring like screenwriter in comic book movies. He mm-hmm. wrote the all three movies in the Dark Knight trilogy or like co- he co-wrote them with the Nolan brothers. Uh, wrote Man of Steel, co-wrote Dawn of ba- Batman vs. Superman. Um, also the co-writer of the Black Ops series, apparently. Oh, shit. That's random. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else is there? You know, he's it's a name that pops up a bit. Uh, they essentially, um, you know, of course, they do like a clean sweep of just a clean reboot. Um, uh, Nolan, a clean reboot with the headlines and and the executives and everyone involved with saying realism, gritty (laughs) and dark, like dark, gritty realism. That's all we're hearing. And that's all that's all we're hearing. Yeah. And that's all we've that's how every Batman movie has been described since this one came out, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) definitely. Definitely. Which is uh, its own thing. Um, There was. um, I think there's literally like uh, a whole section on Wikipedia where it says like the the movies that have been inspired by Batman Begins for their like realism and dark grittiness. And it says like Suicide Squad, Joker, Batman vs. Superman, like all of the fucking movies that came out recently. Oh, yeah. Impact. Filmmaker, screenwriters, and producer who have mentioned Batman Begins or the Dark Knight trilogy to describe their projects include like John Favreau for Iron Man, Edward Norton for The Incredible Hulk, uh, Robert Downey Jr. for the Sherlock Holmes movies. Uh, let's see who ugh. I mean, yeah, just like everyone who's made a fucking superhero fucking thing in the past uh, like 15 years has like referred to the, the Nolan trilogy. Um, it, it kind of like um, it feels like uh, just like thinking about the um, like the comic book film genre. Yeah, it feels like it brought an element of prestige to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, I'm I'm tr- I don't know how else to describe it. Like for the Dark Knight, like the Dark Knight's an Academy Award winning film. Like I I feel like you know there's so much. Uh, we'll talk about next week, like hysteria surrounding Heath Ledger as the Joker. But like he won Best Supporting Actor posthumously, you know, for that. Uh, and the Dark Knight is, whoa, oh gosh. I, I, when I think of the Dark Knight, like I think of that thing you said about focus when we were doing Will Smith. Like there's like Batman Begins as a comic book film. The Dark Knight's a movie. That's a fucking movie. It, that's a movie. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's um, like it's a mainstay in any conversation, like about, I guess, m- like filmmaking or like movies you love. Someone yeah. is gonna bring up the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, and it's like just like looking at like the big like tone shifts in this genre, like uh, the first Superman movie or Spider Man in two thousand two. You know. Or Tim Burns Batman. This is like a big like shift, and that everyone else goes like, "Oh, we need we we should just copy that." Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And it's like, like not even giving. It's like because Sam Raimi, he's got his own name. Same with Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's it's funny that Christopher Nolan was the one to like 
do something different. Well, I mean, you look at the three like filmmakers we've mentioned by name, Tim Burns, Sam Raimi, and Christopher Nolan. And you like look at the movies they made right before they like ch- change superhero <laughs> perception of pop culture. It's wild. Mm. Like, what was I, I was just um like thinking about Sam Raimi the other day. I'm trying to remember like what the movie he made right before uh Spider-Man was. It's called The Gift. It's like a a thriller. It's like a, a low-key supernatural thriller with Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> but before that, he made like the two evil deads, uh, or the, the evil dead trilogy, Dark Man, which is an insane fucking movie, by the way. Um, the Quick and the Dead, another insane movie, uh, very underrated. And then, like, that's the guy they get for Spider Man, <laughs> you know? a trilogy. Yeah, it, it was almost a, what, uh, what? What would be the word? A sec? I don't know. A, trilogy. A, they they, they were idea. they almost did six movies with him. Holy shit! It was like plans for a Spider Man four, five, and six. It fell through, you know, after three. I didn't even know that. I thought there was only plans for a fourth one. Holy fuck. That's cool. (laughs) He wanted, I think he wanted to do four, five, and six, and there were plans for a fourth one, but Spider-Man three got like a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes and the studio went, (laughs) you know, our standards, I guess our standards were just much higher back in 2007. Which is crazy because I remember it made a shit ton of money still, didn't it? Yeah. It, It, it's, that's Maybe. like probably one of the most heavily merchandised movies of all time. Yeah. Spider-Man three. Mm-hmm. And it's like wild now. Like you compare that to like Warner bros makes like five movies in a row that don't crack 32% on top Ron tomatoes. And they're like, nah, full steam ahead. This cinematic universe is happening, baby. We're doing it. Yeah. And then you got someone, but I don't know. You got someone like universal who they were trying to do like their dark universe and then it's done. It's like, no, it's not happening. <laughs> it's over. What if, we were, what if we were like uh, next season on Stargazing, we're going to do a series on the dark universe movies. And it's just like the mummy. If we do it, they might hire us. <laughs> I'll do, I'll do a Frankenstein. Oh yeah. What dark universe movie would you, would we each want to take one or is there one we would like want to collab on or do we each take one? And then there's one we come together for. So yeah, like that's a little trilogy. That's how we should do that. That way. Okay. All right. Who do you want? I'm gonna bring up like the Universal monsters just so I can have like a refresh. <sighs> I I genuinely I might want to take a crack at the mummy. Okay. I I think I'll just take Dracula. I think because people always <gasps> do something weird okay. with Dracula. Yeah. That's the easiest one what, to do what, something weird. Okay. With. What would your take on uh, Dracula be? <sighs> just like uh, from the shooting from the hip, you know. He would be like Batman. He would be oh. like a protector of the night. <laughs> Isn't this Morbius? <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Okay, for, cut that out. Cut that out. Forget I said that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. And then what? Uh, would we team up on Frankenstein? Mm, yeah. Or, oh shit. Actually, have you ever seen the Monster Squad? I definitely talked about this. Movie I, you've I, talked I, about it. Yeah. 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 Maybe like a modern day mo- monster squad is like the one we come together for. And it's mm. like a, like a, like it's the universal monsters, uh, like Avengers movie. You know? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I w- I'll do like the, the creature from the black lagoon. That's the, that's the fish guy. Right. Is that? Yeah. 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 yeah, I would yeah do that. That's a creature. I would do that. Oh, that's a cool one. And yeah. it would be like Jaws. I would just remake Jaws basically. 
<laughs> uh, I think I would just do like the. I I don't have like a an original take on. I would just do Mummy Four. I would bring back Brendan Fraser and mm. Rachel Wise. You know, good job. That's yeah. I mean, that would make look, so much money. Twitter, yeah, pay the, it, the Twitter I, hive would come. I mean. I mean, I'm not getting nominated for anything, you know, I'm not getting any best director awards, but I'm, it's paying the bills, you know, and people mm-hmm. like the mummy, people like mummy for <laughs> monster squad though. That's where I get to do some art house shit. So okay. you know, that's one for them, one for me, you know, <laughs> that that's, that's exactly how it works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what? Jason Blum of Blum me House. Up. hit us up. We'll make it for less than a million dollars. Yeah, well, we I, will. I, I, actually, I cannot promise Mummy Four for less than a million dollars. I can promise a creature from the Black Lagoon for less than a million. I got we'll, you. We'll give you your Morbius. You want a Morbius? We'll get it for you. It's yours. You want a uh, Morbius? You want a Morbius? <laughs> Fuck it! I'll give you three if you want three. You can have twenty of them. Twenty? Yeah. What we'll is it like a mini series? No, it's just a, it's just one movie with a lot of Morbius. What's that? I'm I'm looking at this picture of the monsters. Oh, actually, Wolfman would be pretty cool. Oh yeah, I, I might want Wolfman, but I think they're doing one with Ryan Gosling. Actually, yeah, fire whoever's directing that. Bring us on board. I'll I'll I can work with the gods. I feel, I think we could the gods and I could see eye to eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. You I'll bring could. in my I'll bring in my guys to do a rewrite, you know, we'll like, we'll punch up the script a little bit. Get Add a couple get, more shirtless scenes. Yeah. I'll get an Airbnb with the guys, you know, you can bring his wife and kid if he wants to love to meet him. And like, we'll throw ideas back and forth. We'll go back and forth on this Wolfman idea. My, here's, you know, my take on the Wolfman. Give it to me. It's 2022. It's the Wolf Woman. So <laughs> Where does Ryan Gosling fit in all this? Uh, it's like Gone Girl, but his wife's a wolf. Wolf woman. It's like Gone Girl, but she's a werewolf. Okay, I like it's it. Deep water, deep water. Alternatively, deep water, but she's a woman. We really wanted Ben Affleck, but we'll settle for Gosling. Speaking of deep water, did you finish it? No, I've only to, heard bad things about it. It's uh, my review so far of Deep Water is that it is an erotic thriller that is neither erotic nor thrilling. Oh, man. <laughs> um, not even out of the Armas. Well, she, I mean, uh, she's good. <laughs> I didn't know the plot, I just found out what the plot is. <laughs> I just found out earlier today. It's so, I mean, really, Ben Affleck is an early contender for Kellen for the uh, second annual Stargazing Awards for his performance as the most cucked man on planet Earth in deep water. Uh, I mean, just look at her, though. I don't know. Maybe, I think maybe I, I would do that, too. I'm fine. Allow- no, don't let he who is without sin, you know. Okay, oh, so, so let's bad. get back to Batman. Yeah, Batman Begins. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, and it comes out, and people fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, oh, yeah. like, everyone loves it. <laughs> I Yeah, I rem- I talked about it, but I remember seeing this in theaters. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Tell um, us about it. Tell us about it. Yeah, I would, oh my God, I would have been four years old. Mm-hmm. I remember my parents taking me to see this with my grandparents. 
uh, I have to imagine that um, because this one isn't as dark as the Dark Knight, I don't think. It's not. But still, it's like, I can't imagine this is what they were expecting, you know, taking their four-year-old to go see a Batman movie. Yeah, there's a lot of talking. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear it clearly, too. I'm disappointed in Nolan. Uh, but no, I, um, the two, like, just, like, flashes, I remember. I do remember, I think we got there pretty late, because I remember us being, like, in the shitty seats that are right up against the screen you know Mm -hmm. so i i like i remember like craning my neck to watch it the two like flashes i remember are like um when joe chill gets shot outside the courtroom Mm -hmm. and when um the bats swarm the building like swarm arkham and he like flies down and i also remember uh bruce and rachel kissing at the very end and being instructed to close my eyes (laughs) by my parents uh, which that that wasn't good, but like, um, you know, a man and woman being gunned down in an alley, I guess, was. Could be a uh, various scarecrow nightmare scenes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hate to jump around a bit, but could we talk about the murder of Thomas and Martha Wayne in this movie? Yeah, it feels so weird. And I don't know, like, how else to describe it besides that. I it, I. I think my complaint about this movie, um, my main complaint, but I don't know it. I'm, com- I'm connecting it to what you're saying because, because I don't think it's bad. But, but I think the editing in some of some parts of this movie are tr- actually horrific. Um, yeah. But the editing during that scene, like the killing scene, it was weird, but I liked it. Like, yeah, I kind of like how anticlimactic it is yeah and it's so like you it's like oh it's it was an accident that that's that's what it is it was an accident yeah because like um like every other time those uh those fucking assholes have gotten shot on screen you know uh it's like an excuse for like the filmmakers to do like like you know uh i love Zack Snyder, but like that opening of just like the super slow motion of like the gun firing and her, her pearls, you know, there's always the shot of the pearls, right? Yeah. Like it's always like an excuse to go super melodramatic and like almost fetishistic, I guess, but like, yeah. it, no, it feels like very abrupt in this one. I don't know. I, 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 I liked it in this one. It feels so moody. Um, yeah, <laughs> when, when like in, in Zack Snyder, it also feels moody. The entire movie feels moody. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it feels so show offy, I guess, in the in the Snyder, the Snyder one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just well done in this one. And like, it's, you know, which one? It's well done in Joker. Uh, 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 no, I'm just kidding. It's it's pretty bad in Joker. I always um, forget that I, I forgot they were killed in joker that's right they are pretty dumb it was so unnecessary <laughs> so unnecessary yeah. um yeah i you don't just know gotta... i think my overall i haven't watched this movie in fucking forever um mm. my overall feeling was just like it felt like a fucking melodrama like yeah the entire fucking movie is just like talking and talking and <laughs> and then like but it's cool i i it's Bruce Wayne, fucking yeah. Bruce Wayne. 
as a no, as an adult, I like it. But as a kid, I think there's a reason this was like the one I didn't watch that much. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just surprised. Um, yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised the Bruce Wayne, how like well the Bruce Wayne character is done. Yeah. Um, the whole like thing among the fans and, you know, we've, we've discussed it already. We're like, Batman, this is true identity. You know, Bruce Wayne yeah. is his mask. Like, mm-hmm. mm, done so perfectly well in this one. Yes. I will say, because, oh yeah, new Batman, uh, Christian Bale. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, um, I, I feel like, I, I personally like it. I, I feel like this is like a common opinion to have. So I'm not like breaking any new ground with it, but I think he's a really great Bruce Wayne. I just don't like the Batman voice is a lot, you know, I've, I've never gr- grown on it, you know? It's Yeah. It especially gets like pretty, uh, pretty hammy in the dark Knight. <laughs> oh, it's really bad in dark Knight rises. I feel like too, because like uh, spoilers for Dark Knight Rises, I guess, but there's that scene where like Talia Al Ghul stabs him, you know, mm-hmm. and he's just like, <laughs> it's so weird. Like, Christian, because Christian Bale, okay, outside of the suit, there's something about this fucking costume. I don't know what it does to him, but like outside of the suit, he's like a beautifully sculpted man, you know. Yeah. Like a, a jawline you can cut paper on. Mm-hmm. But he puts that cow on, and it's like how I imagine I would look in a bat suit, you know? Like it just a, a, a pushes his, everything like forward. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just completely gets rid of his jawline, you know, and his like chin. <laughs> like it, it you looks know, so when he weird. takes off that mask, it, it looks like um, when Spider Man takes off his mask in the kissing scene in Spider Man 1. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's how his fucking face looks. When he takes it off after a long, hard day. Yeah, it, it uh, is. I don't. Yeah, the costume isn't as nice in this one. I prefer no. um, uh, Batman and Robin. <laughs> the Batman and Robin suits, uh, personally. It's a little I, better in Dark Knight because he gets a new one in Dark Knight. Yeah, and they literally. Oh, we'll talk. We'll talk about that. We'll talk, we'll talk. Okay. Um. Yeah, no, it's done really well. You don't see Batman until like an hour into the two and twenty two hour twenty minute movie, yeah. Um, and it's like cool. It's when you first see him, he's it's presented in like, well, it's done in like almost like a horror, yeah, horror yeah. way. Like it's done very scary, like in the on the docks, like people are just disappearing left and right. It's like pretty quiet. The score in this fucking movie is amazing yeah. i forgot how hard hans zimmer goes oh, <laughs> and yeah. there's another composer i'm gonna give him credit to i don't uh howard shore i believe I, i'm not sure what his name is at all uh i hope that's his name uh james um, noon howard that's my bad this guy yeah that guy um because obviously he worked on it yeah uh, just as much um well i think what it is is he did um james noon howard did like the bruce wayne score and Hans yeah. Zimmer did the Batman score. They divided it up similarly, I believe for cuz they are on Dark Knight. Like one of them did the Batman scores and the other did Joker. Yeah. I think could be wrong. Um but no yeah, the music goes off. It's a it's a really great theme. And this Just like, like whenever when he starts doing his Batman shit and it comes in, you know, like the 
you know? And I'm pretty sure this is what, like, gives Hans Zimmer even more cred, right? Like, this gets him so so many more jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, gosh, because he's done so much. (laughs) Yeah, he's done a lot. He does so much. There are, like, like, movies that don't exist that he's done. Like, um, I'm okay. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I forgot he did. Like, um, he did Lion King, like the score for Lion King um, in 94. And then, oh, my God, I forgot he did Muppet Treasure Island. Weird. Uh, then, uh, like, there's the Prince of Egypt. Oh, Gl- I think Gladiator, I'd argue, is the one that, like, really, like, kind of puts Hans Zimmer, like, makes him a household name because I feel like Gladiator is the ultimate. Your dad owns the special edition DVD as well as the soundtrack CD in his car movie, you know? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he did the shark tail score. That's this is true. Oh, and Spanglish as we, we discussed that. On that episode. <laughs> oh, and he did the pirates movies. That's right. Yeah. Um, Maybe he'll, he did, he'll, he'll do mine. <laughs> yeah. Get him for Dracula or um, no, uh, creature, creature. Yeah, yeah, get him for that. Uh, would you do a pirates meet the creature of the Black Lagoon? Would that be your take or no, no? He would like he. You know who he is going to meet in part two? He'll meet the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in part two. Oh, yeah, it'll it'll be like creature from the Black Lagoon two. New York City and like he like <laughs> goes York, through the sewers. New York State of Mind or New York Groove, you know, something like that. Uh New York Groove. <laughs> we yeah, we boys, I really feel like we missed our calling. If we were born like uh like 30 years earlier, I feel like we could have been great like hack screenwriters for hire in the 90s, you know, just like we need a pitch for a, a Power Rangers meet the Ninja Turtles movie. And we're like, we're on it, boss. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or like, now, imagine, if you will, Dracula. But you're thinking of a Dracula in Europe. Now, imagine, if you will, Dracula in New York City. <laughs> Dracula, New York Groove. We just, we'll just do a whole line of the MonsterVerse and, like, yeah. add New York Groove at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's my, here's my pitch. I, I go into the Blumhouse offices. I write Dracula on the board. Then I write an S at the end. Dracula's. And then I draw two lines to the S to make a dollar sign. <laughs> so is this like a pair of Dracula's, like twin Dracula's? Because that's what, no, it, that's what I like, would do. It's like the alien to aliens thing. It's oh. a bunch of Dracula's. It's a whole fucking bunch of them. Are they in New York? Yes, of course. Duh. <laughs> Are they the villains or the heroes of the story? Um, Who's the main character? Um, uh, hang on. Um, I, I have a joke. I just need to think of it. The main character is um, Ricky Van Helsing, uh, descendant. He, he Descendant of the Van Helsing monster hunter. And he is a 15-year-old skateboarder with attitude. I, I have a question, and I'm being serious. Is he black or white? <laughs> Um, I really don't know how to answer. Uh, my gut instinct is telling him, well, 
okay now my gut instinct is telling me just like white just because when i think of like skater okay. kid with attitude i think of like bart simpson you know <laughs> so he's like yellow <laughs> oh well, yeah i guess okay you what forgot to mention it's it's set in the simpsons universe right i should have said that yeah we're <laughs> that that would have been an, another assignment we had as like 90s screenwriters like give us a live action simpsons movie live action <laughs> um and you would have uh, gone up to the board and wrote dracula's with an simpsons. s simpsons and i put a dollar sign through <laughs> both s's and simpsons uh is this anything <laughs> oh shit um oh god <laughs> um so batman begins batman begins yeah i don't i i mean i don't have much to say about it i think like it's just like all because of the build-up like to the dark knight um i think people are forget about this movie because of the dark knight yeah but uh it's good this movie's fucking no, it's great really it's really fucking solid yeah for a movie that's like dark and gritty it's very pretty to look at um yeah I it's think, also um, it's a bit sillier like a, yeah. that's, my, that's the whole thing about the nolan trilogy i think they're sillier than people give them credit for you you're totally right they're super like pulpy and and comic booky and people don't yeah. fuck, tend to forget that i'm so excited to rewatch the dark knight because there's so many just like little lines that like i i think are so funny yeah they always are. like <laughs> like oh my favorite one is um at harvey Dent's press conference no one loves casting extras who have never acted a day in their fucking life. He, that cop at RV Dent's press conference who goes, no more dead cops. Like everyone cheers. <laughs> Cuts to like a stern looking Aaron Eckhart being like, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> or, oh, the part, uh, we got to say this for Dark Knight, but the part when they're in court and the mobster pulls a gun, like, and it like misfires Harvey grabs and punches him like disassembles the gun he's like Sigmauer 9mm you want to kill a district attorney next time buy American <laughs> <laughs> it's silly like it's, those it's very are silly, silly. Uh, okay but there's one there's only one right answer I'm um, not hockey pads <laughs> um Kellen who gives the best performance in this movie uh, Michael Caine is Alfred. Ah, oh, no, you're wrong. Who? Gary Oldman. Oh, he's pretty good. <laughs> Three yeah. words, Gary Oldman. <laughs> Gary Oldman. <laughs> uh, Gary I, I, Oldman is a fucking rookie cop. He's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, okay. I think he's, he's probably my favorite. Commissioner Gordon is probably my favorite part of the Dark Knight movies. Ooh, yeah. You, you need to read your one. <sighs> Gordon's the narrator of year one. Oh. <laughs> it's like told mostly from his perspective. It's oh, that's good. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, it's like single-handedly the story that turned Commissioner Gordon from like the bumbling police captain that Batman sometimes gets help from to like an actual character. He's yeah. very, it's very good. And it's uh, just, it's so good. Like Batman starts fighting shit and then he like shows up at his porch and Gordon's immediately like, yep, we're, we're friends. Like we're partners now. This is like, cause he's just a good cop. There's literally yeah. like his character at the end of everything is he just a good guy. Who's a good, who happens to be a cop. Yeah. Um, he, he believes in Batman. Yeah. Um, he is, Oh God, he's very good in this. He's also great in Dark Knight. Um, mm -hmm. uh, 
uh, it makes me, I, oh, I just remembered. Um, I, I had this thought because like I was watching that last scene, by the way, that last scene of this movie is like great. The, just like that final exchange between, you know, Batman and Gordon, where Gordon's mm-hmm. like, I never said thank you. And Batman says, you'll, and you'll never have to. Yeah. So good. But it, I had this thought, I realized Gary Oldman is a British actor. Yeah. Right. So is Christian Bale. So is Michael Caine. Right. But Michael Caine's playing a British guy. <laughs> My point is, then you've got Henry Cavill, also British, playing Superman. Then you got... Tom Holland, British, playing Spider-Man. You got Robert Pattinson also playing Batman. He's British, too. I mean, the list goes on. How You know, so many of our American cultural icons have been appropriated by the goddamn Brits. Here, here's my solution, though. Americans need to start to ban playing. all Brits. Okay, Kellen. No, yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> we're going to work our way to that. But <laughs> here's my solution. Americans need to start playing beloved British cultural icons. Next time they do a Harry Potter and Americans playing Harry Potter. The next Doctor Who. Well, we American. got Robert Downey Jr. as Sherlock Holmes. That's true. That's, that's, that's we're step making, one. That's step one. <laughs> step one. <laughs> you, you know what? That's funny. Kelly, you know, for the Harry Potter movies, they literally like have a rule where they only cast British actors. Well, how is that fair? <laughs> It's the realism. Realism. After, after J.K. Rowling uh, uh, dies from a piano falling on her head, we will be able to take over the Harry Potter franchise. What other beloved British character? Oh, we did The Office. We did that. We're gonna, we're, once J.K. Rowling shuffles off this mortal coil, uh, we're going to take over the Harry Potter franchise, and we're going to cast... We're going to cast Elliot Page as Harry Potter and we're going to remake Harry Potter. And this is Moise and I announcing our co-candidacy for president of Hollywood. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to remake Downton Abbey with Americans. <laughs> we're going to do, we're going to, and they're all going to be doing British accents, don't get me wrong. And you're going to say, but Kellen, they're not going to do good British accents. Oh, like, so you're saying Ben did Cumberbatch as Stephen Strange is just like impeccable American dialect, right? That's what we're, oh, yeah, right? Um, we're doing, um, we're going to do uh, the beloved Sid and Nancy remake without Gary Oldman. <laughs> Fuck that. We're getting an American to play Sid. Um... <laughs> What, who are some beloved Paddington? Uh, Jacob. <laughs> uh, Jacob Tremblay as Paddington. Um, oh, shit. King Arthur will be played. Hugo uh, remake. <laughs> Ma- Martin Scorsese. Uh, We're just going to get Martin Scorsese to do it again. We cast like a bunch of uh, Americans. Zendaya. Is Mary Poppins? Oh, yeah. that that actually is good. That's actually a good one. No, she'd kill that. Who am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> she literally, you could. She would kill anything that you put her in. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah, she's a good like, just like a switch hitter. You know, yeah. anytime you're casting somebody, you can just throw her in there. Uh, so look at the Euphoria kids. Angus Cloud. We're gonna do a William Shakespeare movie. We'll cast Angus Cloud as the Bard. 
All right. I like this. I like this a lot. That's my proposal is that if they're going to be playing, you know, beloved American characters, I think it's only fair that we do the same. Okay. You know what? And with that note, um, (laughs) on that note, um, let's, uh, I mean, we could do some, can we do some rapid fire final thoughts about, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're running out because I'm running out. We're running out of time, but there's still more I want to actually say about the movie. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, um, first, um, I just want to say, uh, I th- I think I always like because I haven't seen this in like over a decade, you know. Mm. Uh, but I've rewatched The Dark Knight many times in the past years. Me too. Uh, and I always like discredited Mag- Maggie Gyllenhaal in The Dark Knight because I, I I think I just thought of in my head of like oh the the she's not as good as the original Rachel you know that that was wrong she's just not as hot but also this is <laughs> that that's all just to say um like I just don't think Rachel's like a good character like all around like I, I just think she's kind of a weak character you know I, I- that's weird because I I um I liked her character a lot, um like like talking about Batman I guess because you know you got Gordon who is doing exactly what like Batman is meant to do like he's give Batman is giving like Gotham hope like he's yeah. trying to help Gotham and Gordon immediately is like yep like this guy is doing like what I want to do mm-hmm. I'm a fucking cop I want to clear the streets out and he's doing that mm-hmm. but you got her name, what's her name again? Rachel? That's her name, right? Yeah, Rachel, Rachel Dolls. Rachel, she's a fucking lawyer, and she's doing the same thing. Like, she wants to help Gotham. Mm-hmm. And she hears Batman, and she's like, no, who's this fucking lunatic, like, <laughs> going around through the streets and shit? And then her encounters with Batman and, like, learning, like, oh, fuck, that is Bruce Wayne, like, my childhood best friend. Mm-hmm. And, like, it does what Batman's supposed to do. She changes her fucking mind about Batman. It's like, I have hope in Batman. I have hope uh, in Gotham. Uh, all right, you 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 you've convinced me actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I do uh really uh think Maggie Gyllenhaal is pretty good in The Dark Knight. Although oh, I'm not gonna say anything until next yeah. episode. About that. Yeah. Another thing I love in this movie is I love gear building montages. Mm-hmm. I that's love cool. it. I'm 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 a slut for that. I that's why I love the first Iron Man. Cause like a good like 45 minutes of that is just him building shit. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it, it happens a lot in the Dark Knight, which is some of like my favorite parts of that movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Um, like just him like beta testing the whole Batman thing is cool. Like yeah. he tried this, it doesn't work, so he needs this. Can I get one in black? <laughs> speaking of which can you uh <laughs> did i wait did i send you the um abc family ad for this movie yeah, yeah you okay. did <laughs> yeah could you please post that on yeah the, yeah I will. Okay. I will. okay thank you <laughs> since they're, they're like does it come in black <laughs> so <laughs> um um yeah oh another let me interrupt you because i'm also rapid firing uh morgan freeman and michael kane are also like yeah some of like my Mm, favorite parts of the whole trilogy michael kane especially he's like he's all he's that's my alfred that's all i'm gonna say that's my fucking alfred 
Holy, yeah. I mean, he's like doing work. <laughs> I did not realize how much of a non entity Alfred was in these fucking movies until Michael Caine showed up. Yeah, Michael Caine's like really doing some shit in this fucking movie. But he's like, you still haven't given up on me? Never. I need I need Alfred in my life. Not a guy <laughs> to clean up my shit, but a guy to fucking motivate me with that. <laughs> What's the point of all those bloody push-ups if you can't lift the log? <laughs> um... Uh, I also uh, the, the two scenes I want to quickly shout out, like maybe my two favorite scenes in the movie are, um, I mean, the sword fight on the frozen lake is just fucking rad. Yeah, it's really good. That It's like Nolan at his because Nolan, I think we talked about before, he's kind of a slut for like cross cutting between action. Yeah, there's never everyone just, knows that. <laughs> yeah, there's never just one action scene happening. You know? yeah. It's always like multiple things kind of coming on top of each other and that of just like does it in this one <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah it's like um but just like you know the whole like i mean you know liam neeson also is like um not in this movie as much as i remembered him being you know yeah he kills it um yeah i like him in this he's doing the over the top bullshit i love it yeah yeah like uh he knows like what it is, you know. Exactly. Exactly. He just, he just needs to be like a badass ninja dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the other thing I love is um Bruce kicking the people out of his birthday. <laughs> just <laughs> like to uh all the you phonies. <laughs> Someday I'm gonna. That's how my, my birthday is gonna go. I'm. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna have all the people over, and I'm like, it wouldn't be a Kermit's party without some freeloaders <laughs> literally no one walks out <laughs> no everyone's ignoring you <laughs> no yeah every, the music is so loud nobody can hear me like <laughs> i yeah go on so my my other thoughts uh uh I'm cillian murphy love that he's in all three of these movies um i would love to just stare into his eyes uh I'll, so hey do, arrest do, me and put me in that fucking asylum please do you know the thing about cillian's eyes in this movie what apparently nolan was so struck by his eyes that he kept finding ways for him to take his glasses off and they've worked together all ever the since. time ever <laughs> since yeah he wanted him to be batman yeah but he knew he was that his face was too weird to like be batman <laughs> I'm excited. I'm really excited for Oppenheimer just so oh. he, he can like have the lead, you know. Finally. Yeah. Because in Inception, he's like the guy they're dream heisting, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's not an interstellar. No. I don't think. He's but he's not. Dunkirk. I haven't watched Dunkirk. That's the like, I need to watch Dunkirk and Prestige and Insomnia. Um, and also, I love like the. I I don't remember it, um, but like when Scarecrow himself is hallucinating and he sees Batman as like this oh, fucking yeah. disturbing as just all black. Oh yeah, that was some nightmare fuel. Yeah, it was it was scary as fuck. Yeah, loved it. <laughs> um, and that whole uh, like when he's escaping with the bats uh, in the oh, asylum, really so fucking good. So rad. Yeah, it's just so cool. Yeah. Um, Makes no sense. It, love it. Yeah. <laughs> Sam at the very end. How many fucking Gotham City sound effects? 
Yeah, speaking, I wanted to say this movie, I think, does a lot more to like disguise it, but I had forgotten that so much of this movie is like clearly in Chicago as mm. well. <laughs> like, um, I just love how there's a big, like, in the middle of the city, there's an island with just like island. lunatics and poor people. <laughs> <laughs> that is just what Jersey is, isn't it? Like, <laughs> holy shit. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut, cut that. that. Cut that, cut yeah. that, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk more about the progression of Gotham, I think, next week because there is more to talk about there. But no, it's it's interesting. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, that's it that, really for me. Yeah. The main thing I want to say is like about Bale. Like one thing I make, I think makes him a great Bruce Wayne is it like he nails the like, charismatic charming playboy yeah. routine but he plays it where you can like just kind of see that like he hates it so much yeah uh-huh. like, uh-huh. it's essentially like what he did for patrick bateman just like not as like comedic you know yeah and and that like i mean running into like rachel in the hotel when they first oh, meet is like that's a great yeah really good you scene. see it like go turn away. off it's, yeah yeah <laughs> turns off immediately really great like moment yeah and his performance um, I have 10 minutes until I got to go to class. It's a zoom class. So I, I, I could go to the water oh, okay. if I need to, okay. but, uh, do you have any last things you want to say? Yeah, about- I think I, I think I said basically. All everything. right, cool. Um, so that's Batman begins, uh, next week is the dark Knight, which is the, the big one. It feels fair to say, yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm a little daunted by that one, but we should have a, a guess for it so i'm excited um uh and then after that dark knight rises and then i think it's batman it's batman versus superman i'll make sure for you yeah uh which is a, a weird string yeah batman v superman damn um yeah oh my god what the fuck is going on <laughs> So many sirens. <sighs> um, but for now, uh, we'll wrap up as we always do with recommendations. This could be anything, movie, book, TV show, video game, podcast, song, album, park, painting, poem, anything uh, that Moises and I are enjoying and want to recommend to you. Mine this week, I'll do real quick, is another book. Sorry. Hmm. <laughs> this one is called Between Two Fires by Christopher... One second. By Christopher... Wow. I got it this time. Take three by Christopher Buhlman. I believe is how you say it. Anyway, it's um a the the front of the book describes it as an epic tale of medieval horror. It follows um in uh plague era medieval France, a disgraced knight, a uh, banished priest, and a young orphan who can who is hearing um, uh, voices in her head and commands as they travel across um, the French countryside and get caught up in this war between heaven and hell. Uh, It's very brutal. It's very cool. Um, It's uh, kind of like it, it it's in terms of like the characters in the story, it's like not really doing anything super groundbreaking, but it does it so well that it's um, it's a fun read. So uh, between two fires, uh, I guess uh, yeah. My recommendation 
uh, something, I guess, a little same mood as Kellen's uh, movie just came out. X by Ty West. Ooh. I'm sure everyone is hearing about this movie. Um, I was surprised. I was surprised. The movie to me was a little slower than I expected it to be, but um, it was still like a really fucking great time because um, it's everything like I expected it to be. Um, it's really good. It's fucking self-aware. I think that's probably the best part about it. Um, like this guy obviously knows exactly what he was doing. Uh, cause I, I'm pretty sure I recommended his other movie, the house of the devil before, um, yeah. which is a horror movie that knows exactly what it's fucking doing. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited for it. Um, you still speaking of X, I guess, and, uh, you still need to like watch the scream sequels. I so do. Could, yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause Jenna Ortega was probably mm-hmm. like my favorite part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, 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 yep. She's like, She's she's doing some some good work in this. I feel like I, yeah, I feel like I'm jumping on late, but I'm buying the stock, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, you're fine. You're okay. Well, so yeah. am I. She's like what? She's like what? Twelve? I got time. <laughs> yeah, uh, go see it. It's a great yeah. time at the movies. Go see it with I, someone. Like it'll be. It's more fun with people. I'm sure. Yeah, I need to. Uh, I want if I can get the time this week. I want to go see it at the music box. Yeah, they're showing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's gonna do it for us this week. Um. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, intro and outro music is the Batman theme by Hans Zimmer, whatever it's called. Uh, follow us at stargazing underscore podcast for updates about the show. And if there's not anything I'm forgetting um, before I go to class, I'll leave you with the, the Batman fact of the week. And this week's Batman fact is that Moises, did you know that Bruce Wayne's sun sign is a Gemini? He's a Gemini. I'm Moise Camacho. I'm Count Kermins. Do you get it? You get it? Because it's like the dual one. It's like the, the one. I'm, I'm Moise Camacho. I'm Count <laughs> Okay. We'll see you next week with the Dark Knight. <laughs>